0: Welcome to the Chamber Voice of Business podcast presented by AT&T. I am Steve Cox with Rogers Lowell Area Chamber of Commerce and joining us today is Dr. Lance Arbuckle. He is the principal of Rogers New Tech High School located on First Street here in Rogers and we have a great conversation about talking about what makes New Tech a little bit different. It's a project-based learning center. Uh, it, is a, it is a four-year high school so it has uh, freshmen through seniors and kind of just what makes it unique and different from other schools in the area as well as ways that they are trying to get the community involved to help support the education that they're doing and ways to help get businesses connected to uh, benefit their business by having the students take on some real-world projects as part of the project-based learning system that New Tech offers. So we are excited to be joined by Dr. Lance Arbuckle today and we're going to get things kicked off here on the Chamber Voice of Business podcast presented by AT&T. All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Arbuckle, for joining us today. We're really glad to have you on the Chamber Voice of Business podcast. And uh, tell us a little bit about Rogers New Tech High School, kind of what makes it different from the other high schools uh, in in the area and and around the country.
1: Sure, sure. So, um, Rogers New Technology High School is a, a, um, we're a 9 through 12 uh, high school. um, And uh, we what makes us different is we we ask the question, um, what does education look like if we did it differently? Uh, and so for us, doing education differently starts with um, something called project-based learning. Uh, project-based learning, the easiest way to explain that is that's uh, – uh, the way that uh, they teach medical school for the most part. Um, you know, the idea is that um, you're asking kids a big question, um, and then they have to answer that question using what we call knows, need to knows, and next step. So mm-hmm. uh, the idea is that um, we're mirroring the work world. Uh, we are. We believe that um, we are doing more than Uh, just graduating high school seniors that one of the things that we're doing is we're creating adults right so um, you know when I talk to adults uh, about new tech um, we talk about you know how do they do you know how do you do your job so you've got a you've got a a, a something a report you've got a a project something you're trying to work on maybe you're trying to uh, increase customer base right Um, you have some knowledge that helps you answer that question already. Yeah, uh, But then there are also times where you need to go out and get more knowledge.
0: And You're not giving that crystal clear, 100%, yeah. this is step one, step two, step three direction. It's here's the end goal, you figure out how to get there.
1: Exactly, exactly. And so the the idea behind it is um, that we're, we come to every project mm-hmm. with some base level of knowledge. And then uh, it takes us going through a learning process and there's lots of places we can learn that information uh many of us have mentors that we go to when we're trying to get information uh you know the internet youtube is a great place i mean i'm I'm working on a project now, and YouTube's a great way to, <laughs> to learn stuff. Um, and so the idea is there's lots of different places to, right. to learn. You don't have to learn from a teacher that's standing in front of you, in front of a group of kids saying, you need to know this, you need to know this, write it down, and then we're going to take a testing quiz. Right. Um, I often ask parents when I'm talking to them, uh, you know, think about, when the last time your supervisor brought you something to work on, uh, when did they ever walk in and say, know this material, there's going to be a multiple choice test on it on Friday? Exactly. Um, and so the idea is if, if, if that's what the adult world looks like, then why isn't that what the kid world looks like from a school standpoint? And
0: that makes a lot of sense. It, um, it really does. Um, and, and it seems kind of, you know, you hear the name New Tech, and, and you, you it almost sounds like it's a coding school or, or computer programming only, but you are a full- four-year high school part of the Rogers Public School system.
1: Correct. Uh, you know, our, uh, we teach the same things. The curriculum is the same. It's just how it's taught is different, mm-hmm. is done differently. And so um, the idea is that with kids, um, because the end-all, be-all isn't with the adult in the front, Uh, it gives us an opportunity to really experiment and work with student voice Mm -hmm. and student choice. Um, I tell our students all the time, it's not my building, it's their building. It has to be what they want it to be, right? Uh, which means they have to make decisions on on a day-to-day basis. Uh, And um, that's been a really... As we have grown, you know, we started out six years ago with 300 kiddos and we're now at 725. And so, one of our challenges as we have grown larger is how do we maintain that level of, that high level of student voice and choice? in a building where there are a lot more students who have a voice now. Yeah, and I, I remember when
0: you guys started, you shared the building with Crossroads Learning Center, Correct. and Crossroads Crossroads is now downtown right, you know, right. because you guys were, uh, were, were, were growing so fast, right. and so you've taken over that whole building, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, how would... Like let's say there's there's a parent of an eighth grader listening right now or you know or below, mm-hmm. um, how would a student go about getting into uh, the New Tech High School?
1: Sure. So we are actually um, really knee deep into our recruitment season right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had a couple of parent meetings. Um, we have a couple of more parent meetings next week, uh, and then um, oh, what, what's
0: the exact date on that? So that way, if someone's so, interested, they yeah, can no, that's
1: great. So the, uh, we have uh, a parent meeting at uh, Elmwood Middle School on, on Tuesday. So that's uh what, 22nd. Okay, yeah, we're recording on the 16th. So yeah, sure, so 22nd, so the 22nd, the uh-huh. 22nd, and then um, we have one at Kirksey Middle School on Wednesday evening, which will be the 23rd. January 23rd. Both, okay. both of those are at six o'clock. Okay. Um, and then uh, we have we'll take a wait a week, and then we'll have a another follow up set of meetings at at New Tech mm-hmm. on February 5th and February 7th. Okay. Uh, And both of those meetings will happen at 7 o'clock. Right. So parents can come in to any of those those meetings. Mm -hmm. Um, The February 5th and February 7th are really important because those are the ones where kids make a commitment and say, hey, I want to come to New Tech. That's going to be an option for us. Uh, And that really starts our planning for the next year. Right.
0: Now, is it just for incoming freshmen or would someone that's potentially thinking of transferring from Heritage or RHS or someone possibly coming from outside of the area – Maybe even coming in from one of the charter schools or something. Right,
1: that's a great question. So, um, the the short version is we we try to give uh, every kid in Rogers uh, one opportunity to to turn us down. Right. Uh, And so we do work primarily with the eighth graders going to be ninth graders. Um, But oftentimes we because um, we have kiddos families that move into the area during the course of a year. Uh, and haven't had the opportunity to to have new tech presented as an educa- educational option for them. Right. Uh, then certainly we will uh, take that information. We'll let them fill out an application, uh, and then have those conversations with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the sophomores, uh, it it becomes: Do we have room? Right. Um, because we are a district conversion charter, yeah. which means we have a we have an agreement with the state that um, uh, we won't go over nine hundred kiddos. Right. Um, we're at 725, so we've got a way. to got a little go. bit of room, yeah. But. Um, but that is something that we're always thinking about. And you're so. conscious
0: of class size. You Correct. don't want to get because you do have the, the limited space of the building. Correct. So you don't want to, you know, have too many too many uh, teacher-to-student ratio or vice versa. Right. Um, where it's impacting the learning of the students. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and, and something that I've heard, you know, maybe some some questions before just in talking to people about New Tech, uh, you know, through over the years has been a concern of, well, my child is heav- heavily involved in sports or is involved in band yeah. and they don't have a team so how how does that work for a student that is maybe zoned for heritage and would play for the heritage baseball team or football team but
1: attend uh new tech yeah that's a great question so um we're one of uh, i think we're the only school in the state actually that that has a waiver from uh, the AAA, the mm-hmm. arkansas Activities association and our kiddos because um uh in Rogers, our district um, is pretty large, right? And so kiddos can actually come to New Tech, and then they can go back and do the activities: football, basketball, band, y- choir. Band's a big one, yeah. Um, yeah, band is a huge one for us. We've got a we've got nearly three hundred kiddos that are in band that go back to Rogers and Heritage, right? Uh, and so they're able to pl- participate in the marching band. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had kiddos that uh, have participated on. the the various uh, varsity athletics you know we've had uh, Rogers High kiddos play on the basketball team Mm -hmm. we've had we've got Heritage High kiddos that play on the football team and vice versa right and it's so yeah we cover the gamut orchestra Um, so we we've got I would say I think the last time I looked at it. It was something like nearly 60% of our kiddos are going and doing some kind of activity. Um,
0: some form of extracurricular, at, at but Rogers and still Heritage. able to attend. That's, that's right. fantastic. Yeah. And I, I, I've just, I've said that to people and be like, no, you can, it's, it's okay. You can <laughs> still, you know, you can still do that. That's and, right. And still get that great learning experience. I've just been, I've, I've been able to participate in a few different classes over the years, um, just helping out on different projects. And I've just been fascinated every time I go in there with, with the new things, you know, helped with the entrepreneurship class a few different Times mm-hmm. I remember yep. one time uh, I went in. They were the the kids were learning about um, colonial s- South America Caribbean thing, and they the, the project was essentially they were an island in the Caribbean trying to recruit the East India Trading Company to open an office there, mm-hmm. and then they also they so they took that, but then they converted that. Where I came in was to today's standard of we need to pick a business to recruit to Rogers and the kind of what you know, how would you go about doing that? And so I was able to come in and give feedback because that's part of my role every day here. Right, yeah. Uh, but it was just, it was so cool to see that project based learning on it and the understanding that the kids had of, you know, it's not just we have this, we have this, but how to utilize the resources and the community to entice a business to come here.
1: Yeah. We, we talk about authenticity a lot and that's really what you're referring to. That's what mm-hmm. we would call it. Um, you know, how is the project authentic to that kiddo's current world? Right. Uh, so you're, you really do talk, not just about, you know, what happened three centuries ago, Mm -hmm. but how does what happened three centuries ago impact what you're doing on a day-to-day basis today and the world around you? Um, And so we're able to do that across the, because we are um, one of the few um, wall-to-wall project-based schools in the state, um, we're able to do that in not only, you know, history and, and math, science, not only the the core, but also the, as you point out, the the um, electives like entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and photography and those things that we're offering to kids. So. That, that's
0: fantastic. Um, and something else that you guys are doing that I think is really cool. We've had some conversations about this before, and, and has traded emails and are helping promote. But the the CIA program that you guys are doing, yeah. not that CIA, right. it's, <laughs> the, the, the different. One, because you guys have a meeting coming up next week. Um, and, and could you pl- explain a little bit about CIA, what it is, and, and what the goals that you're hoping to accomplish with? Yeah.
1: So. Um, um, community in action is CIA. I really I, I like the the acronym because I like to be able to walk around going, "Hey, have you joined the CIA?" Exactly. Have you <laughs> uh, and so that's kind of cool. But um, yeah, community in action is something that um, an idea that I've been playing with for a couple of years. Um, I I'll be honest, I didn't come up with it. We got it from uh, a couple of um, schools, some colleagues of mine from Central Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the idea was, you know, we've we've had just like we asked the question, what does education look like if we do it differently? We started asking, what does community engagement look like if we did it differently? Right. So most schools, you know, people are are um, familiar with the traditional parent teacher organization, PTO, PTAs kind of thing, um, which really, I mean, they, they focus on a particular area. They're engaging parents with kiddos and teachers, but we wanted to be Um, broader than that and we want to say you know we want to engage and be a part of our community and we want to help our community understand a who is rogers new technology high school Mm -hmm. but then we also wanted to be responsive to uh, our community needs Um, so often i think in education when we when schools start thinking about how do we engage with the community it becomes a what can the community do for the school? Right, you know, we need this. The fundraiser. That. That's right. Exactly. That's right. And and so you know we really wanted to have what what I would call sort of a win win. You know we wanted to give back to the community. We wanted to be a, a resource to our community leaders, our members. Um, you know, uh, businesses, that kind Mm -hmm. of thing. And what we would get out of that is we get more opportunities to engage in that authentic learning, like what you were talking about with the East India Company and bringing those folks in. Um, And so it really does become a win-win. But what we have to do is we start with educating those around us about who we are and what right. we're doing and, and what that looks like. And so um, we started, we had our first meeting in November. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a big deal. If somebody missed it, they can come in and, and start this, right. this month. Um, we try to give uh, give folks lunch. So we've had uh, various um, uh, organizations around town that have helped us by donating lunch, things like that to, to, to us. Uh, and then we just really want to um, teach who we are, what we're doing, what we're trying to do for kids, and then get information from from our community. How can how do you feel like you can engage with the school? Because everybody's busy, right? Everybody's got a lot going on. There, everybody has you know things that are asking for their attention and their time. Uh, and so, what we want to do is we want to be responsive to what our um, the people in our community, our community leaders, our business leaders, um, folks who are listening you right. know, to what, what do they feel like they can, um, provide. And, and most of the time, you know, people think, well, um, I don't know a lot about science. I don't know a lot about, uh, history. I don't know a lot about, but what they do know is, is what they do on a daily basis. And just like you pointed out, you know, you came in and were able to share, your thoughts around, hey, this is what we do at the chamber when it comes to recruiting businesses. Right, It's our job as facilitators, that's what we call our teachers, but Mm -hmm. it's our job as educators to say, okay, now this is how we've done that historically in history for instance or yeah. this is how math impacts that mm-hmm. um, and so really what we're doing is we want to find ways to use the talents and skills and the knowledge that people have out there who might be listening who are um, have a desire to maybe engage for even a couple of hours right. um, maybe even a couple of hours a month so it's not a lot um, but to it helps kids understand that there are real-world, authentic places where this information that they're gaining today can be used in the real world, right? and it's not just learning about, you know, going back to your point, the East India Company from 300 years ago, and that doesn't matter to me. Right. Because... It's still the same. It's the basic. same principle. Exactly. Right. You
0: have to have the resources. You have to have, the, you know, there all has to be in a place. You know, it's not just, hey, come here. Let's make this happen. There's got to be a lot of factors that go in exactly. there. But, well, and I think it's fascinating what, what you guys are doing in terms of, Career development, um, and, and I've had several conversations with uh, with William Feltz, the, the internship mm-hmm. uh, 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 facilitator. I want almost right. said teacher, right? Um, so, but with him and just some of the the unique careers that kids are trying to get interested in, and, and just needing ways to get plugged into the business community to even do a virtual internship or some opportunities there where businesses can come in and help and, and utilize the talents that these kids have for for projects or for other things um, to help make them more career ready to yeah. help get, get the, and it can benefit the business as well. So that, mm-hmm. that's something that I think is really cool. And we're, we're trying to, to help as much as we can spread that word of, you know, if you're interested, you can contact William Feltz and he can help get you. He wants to get a big roster of businesses that yeah. are looking because you never know what kids are going to be interested in and you never know what careers are going to be out there. And the approach you guys take with education, I mean, 10 years ago, no one knew what an app was.
1: Right and now, right.
0: app development is one of the hottest careers that you can have, and so we and it's also we, one and, of the
1: classes we have. Exactly, yeah, and
0: so you guys are teaching that now in, at the high school level. And you know, when I was in college, I didn't even know that that was a, a thing. Right,
1: so, and, um, and one of the things we found out as we as we started working with the the internships is you know most people think about internships in terms of, of college-age kids right right which is great um, but we learned pretty quickly that there no matter what you're doing uh, everybody has let's say their top, 10, 15 projects that they might be working on. And most most people I talk to say, we never get past four. Right. Right. I mean, we've got all these things we want to do, but we can't get past number four because that's what's urgent and that's what's important on us. And so our idea is, you know, for those people who might be listening and might be thinking, is that something for me? You know, what would it look like if you took your number 15 project and gave it to a kid or a couple of kids yeah. and let them give you some ideas let them work on it for you maybe it's something that you run with maybe it's something you not you don't but those kiddos get the, the practice, if you will, right. of working through that. Um, it, it's just, it, it really does become a, a win on all aspects. Yeah. And,
0: and we did that this year, mm-hmm. um, through our downtown with, with Karen, um, with the, uh, the senior projects through Rogers high school Exactly. There's another um, example. allowed them to come in and, and do it. And, and not everything was applicable. Not everything was going to, was guaranteed to work, but there were some good bones of ideas that, right. that were able to take and, and move forward from the, from the suggestions that they made.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: and it was, all about benefiting downtown businesses and so we thought that was a really cool thing and we're we're excited to to see how we can work together Mm -hmm. (laughs) moving forward and
1: you also get another generation's look at it
0: exactly right
1: um which is important mm-hmm.
0: with with them. One of the biggest suggestions I remember coming out of that was having Instagram posts. And so few of the businesses in downtown even had an Instagram account for their business. And right. They're like that's how kids are getting their information. They're, you know that that's this next generation is doing it through social media. So and we
1: we figured that out. We just I think our Instagram account at New Tech is like a week old.
0: Hey, there you go. <laughs> so we're all
1: we're all joining.
0: <laughs> that's how it goes. That's how it goes. So um, if anyone is interested in learning about how to get into New Tech, what were the dates of the the, uh, of the of the meetings again for the for the parents.
1: So the twenty second at Elmwood and the twenty third at Kirksey, Okay. and then uh, February fifth and February seventh both at New Tech.
0: Okay, and then the community in action is the that is, is the 23rd. 23rd, I believe I have it on my calendar mm-hmm. uh, about eleven thirty to one is, is what yeah, I'm doing. Yeah, eleven thirty
1: to twelve thirty. Okay. You know, we sometimes bleed a little over, but we try to have we try to um, be done by twelve thirty because again we want to be cognizant of everybody's time.
0: Right? Right. And and if somebody hears this and wants to participate. In that, how would they go about? Just just contact you directly, or I mean, do they need to RSVP or just they show could, up the day
1: of? They could they could certainly email me. They could contact us um, at New Tech, but no, just show up the day of. Um, you know, we'll we'll will take all comers. Quite <laughs> honestly, <laughs> that's yep. awesome. We we love to engage. Okay. So. That's
0: great. Well, New Tech is doing some fantastic things. I think I saw the latest ranking. You guys are uh, in the top ten best high schools in the state. Yeah. So yeah. We're ha- very happy to have that yep. downtown very adjacent. <laughs> so That's right. Uh, here in Rogers, so Rogers has several of the, uh, the the top high schools in the state mm-hmm. here. So we're we're always always proud to tout that. We appreciate the work that you're doing, Dr. Arbuckle, and we want to do everything we can to help. So, if you want to come to the Community in Action meeting, January 23rd, from 11:30 till about 12:30, one yep. o'clock, somewhere yep. in there. So, all right. Are there any anything else? Did uh, any questions I, I didn't cover that you want to hit before we no, close this thing out?
1: I don't think so. I really appreciate the the opportunity to, uh, to visit with you and and uh, talk to the anybody who might be listening and and just share. I love talking about new tech, and so um, you know, if you have questions, if anybody. I had questions. They want to just uh, come check us out. Yeah, you know, we give tours. We got We actually we have kids who give tours. That's great um, because it's all about student voice and choice. So uh, we just invite folks to, to come out and see what we're doing.
0: That's fantastic. So what would be the best way if someone wanted to set something up? What's what's the phone number to call?
1: Uh, it's of uh, course four seven nine six three one three six two one. Okay, uh, and um, that'll get you to uh, directly to one of our our secretaries, and then um, we have a student leadership. Team uh, and students, they run with uh, all that stuff, and so we'll get them hooked up so that they can do tours.
0: All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Arbuckle. We appreciate you coming in today. This has been the Chamber Voice of Business podcast presented by AT&T.